I've been running scams on the street since I was 10. I was kicked out of the flight academy for having a mind of my own. I'm gonna be a pilot. Best in the galaxy. Hey, kid. I'm putting together a crew. You in? That's yes. I might be the only person. Who knows? What you really are. What's that? Ready. Thought we were in trouble there for a second, but it's fine. We're fine. Oh. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Oh my God! Rufus! Yeah! Star Wars fans and Moof Milkers everywhere, welcome to episode number 109 of Blast Points. This is Jason. It's Gabe. And whoo, that was a close one. It's really close. We, we were betting heavy on this one. If there wasn't a solo trailer, I don't know what would have happened this week. <laughs> yeah, there would have been a no-lo episode with nothing. <laughs> we had no backup plan. Yeah, we had no plans what we were going to do. Maybe we were going to try things off the Taco Bell dollar menu. Make nachos live. Do a live commentary of the Rob Halford Resurrection solo album. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, we may still do that. Someday. <laughs> Someday. Just talk about who who would Rob Halford be in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Rob Halford better be in the Solo movie. Can be a Grand Moff. I think that's Rob Halford behind that crazy mask with all the arrows coming out of it or whatever. Yeah, maybe. yeah, we figured it out. Well, yeah. 
a week ago, people were fist fighting in the streets on whether or not there actually would be a solo preview. And now, pretty much we have two solo trailers, pretty much, kind of. It's almost like they forgot to do their homework, so they just had extra, they did extra credit to get their grade up, and we got a teaser and a trailer at the same time instead of getting the teaser like a month ago or something. Yeah, I was glad that there's at least, there's enough, there's some different stuff in the two, so it wasn't just like when there's a commercial for a preview for a trailer and they just show a couple little shots so and we got some amazing posters today yeah the posters are really cool was there just there's the four right there's han uh chewy lando and kira kira with the official right that's like the first official kira which did you see anthony bresnikin on twitter saying it's pronounced kira it's kira kira <laughs> I think you put like seven E's in there for the pronunciation or Kira. Okay. (laughs) But, you know, the thing I love with those posters is they are like, they got like a, like a pulpy feel to them. They have like a Western feel to them. Yeah. They're a little uh, comic book kind of like old school pinup art look to them too. It's just totally selling what the vibe of this movie probably is, right? Yeah, I like that the Han one too. He kind of he's almost looks like Paul Stanley a little bit. <laughs> he's, he's making the Paul Stanley face. <laughs> he's making a little kissy face, a little bit, a little bit. He's got the chin. Well, hopefully Alden Ehrenreich is on the is on the Kiss Cruise. <laughs> yeah, like the, during the set, they'll do like they'll be the you know Gene will do the bass solo and then they'll do the guitar solo and the drum solo and then they're like, now we got Han solo and then they'll run out. Han solo. I'm Captain of the Millennium Falcon. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? I thought running Imperial starships. Chewie, get us out of here! Before we dive into the previews. Gabe, what is your overall impression of the trailers we saw for Solo, A Star Wars Story? I don't think we have anything to worry about. It looks like a fun Star Wars story. It reminded me, actually reminds me a lot, kind of, of a less serious Rogue One. It's kind of, there's a crew going on a caper, but it feels like live action Star Wars comics to me, which... It's kind of how Rogue One felt to me, and I really like that. So I'm kind of glad we're getting another big, loud, crazy live-action Star Wars comic book. You know, yeah, that's exactly kind of like what um, what I was thinking, that this would be like an awesome Dark Horse graphic novel. Like, oh, cool, here's 120 pages on Han Solo's origin story. With all these crazy characters. And, oh, look, here's how he met Lando. And, oh, look at how crazy the Millennium Falcon used to look. But I love that we're getting these in movie form. I'm curious to see how much of a comedy it really is. Like, this trailer, I mean, there's some there's some goofy bits and some jokes, but it's hard to kind of tell if it is. I mean, it's definitely not Rogue One level of serious, but maybe it's not as uh, wacky as we thought. With the tone of the of what we're seeing in the movie in these previews, I couldn't help wondering what was the Lord and Miller cut like. 
Because one thing I, I was looking at with the preview right away, both of them, the Super Bowl one and, and the, the longer one, is how like different this movie looks. And I think a lot of that is the because of uh, cinematographer Bradford Young really giving Solo a really different kind of look than we've seen in a Star Wars movie. Like you would never watch the footage from these previews and say like, oh, well, they're just copying George Lucas. I don't know. It's almost more like a, I don't know, a normal movie. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Or if anything, I guess, you know, maybe you could see it kind of force awakens a little bit, maybe a little more contemporary style to it than, than the kind of old schoolness of the old movies of the George Lucas style. I was looking at the way this movie looks and, you know, that Bradford Young was hired by Lord and Miller. But I was trying to imagine if the rumors are true, the really jokey kind of way supposedly it was going before. I couldn't imagine, and maybe that was part of the problem, like a movie looking like this that looks like, almost looks more like cinematically like pretty and like a really, really goofy tone. I don't know. But whatever's going on, like it seems to fit, like that tone seems to fit the way this movie's looking. And who knows? I mean, we'll still see like... There's not a lot of talking in here, and there is a joke at the end, so. I think Alden Ehrenreich seems totally right on. I'm totally into it. it I think I've said before, it reminds me of how like Chris Pine plays Captain Kirk in the new movies, where he's not doing an imitation of Shatner, but there's kind of the essence of Kirk in there. Like The, the little bits we've seen of Alden Ehrenreich just, you know, a handful of lines, it seems like that's going on. Yeah, that's a really good uh, comparison because I was trying to think of of that today, talking with people because, yeah, a few people were like, oh, you know, it doesn't really seem like Han and it doesn't seem like Harrison Ford, but it's kind of, I think that's, this is the way you want to go. Like, you don't want someone just doing a Harrison Ford impersonation. Like, you kind of need it to be its own thing. And I think, yeah, he he looks... And moves and talks enough like Han Solo that, you know, it, it feels like a Han Solo. It's definitely not Harrison Ford, but the character seems like it's still there. It's like what we, we've talked about before, though. My biggest question, though, still is that when we meet Han in A New Hope, he's still a jerk. And his whole character arc is through the original trilogy. Are we just going to watch a whole movie with... Han kind of being a jerk or I don't know. Yeah. Well, or, or we're going to get basically the prequels jammed into one movie of happy, young, easygoing Han Solo getting beat into being kind of a cynical jerk by, you know, everything that goes around with him. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he's more, you know, a fun loving guy at the beginning and, you know, over the course of the movie, we kind of see why he is kind of a cynical jerk. So let's let's start getting down to it. Let's get down into let's so let's start with the Super Bowl trailer. Let's see what's happening. So it's Sunday night. <laughs> Fingers were crossed. 
is there really going to be a trailer? Because I don't think until it was on the screen, we weren't sure that it was really going to be there. <laughs> Nothing was guaranteed. But what do we get? We get some uh, some switches clicking and a lot of Han Solo hand work there. Mm-hmm. Turning on the Falcon. We, we immediately cut to like this big place. And I would, would you say that looks like a, an Imperial like recruitment center place? Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, that it was some sort of like government office almost kind of thing where it's like you go to the DMV, but it's the Imperial version and everyone's there like filling out their paperwork and yeah, maybe trying to sign up to be an Imperial because there's a lot of stormtroopers in there. There's there's a lot of stormtroopers, and on the far left, there's there's an astromech running around, and then if you kind of look in the center, there's does it, it kind of looks like there's some stormtroopers with dogs or a dog. Do you see that? Oh, that's an alien man. I think there's like an alien with there's an alien with big ears, um, and there's also down towards the bottom right, there's two guys with the biggest like astronaut helmets I've ever seen. They have big white beach balls on their heads. Well, so when I start when I started thinking that was like a dog, then I started to assume that maybe that was on Corellia because they were in the in the Lego things or the Corellian hounds. Oh yeah, the Lego hounds, right. Yeah, I can see where you would get confused. I I could be wrong. Maybe I'm <laughs> I'm not all right yet either about this. But yeah, there definitely are some hounds somewhere. We just got to find them. But that's true. Yeah, maybe this is Corellia. It's like the Corellia DMV. So what the Imperial guy is saying to Han, like, so you want to make a difference? So you want to make a difference? Yeah. Trust me, you're going to love it. And I think what they're trying to trick us here, right? Because Han's got, if that is Han, has like his giant snow hat on. So then it cuts kind of to like the Star Destroyer. Coming out of some big crazy fog tunnel, like what is going on? Yeah, I think that was the moment when I was like, okay, <laughs> there, there's some cool stuff. They're getting crazy. I think I was on board pretty much as soon as that uh, the lightning hits, and it's like, oh, get some star destroyers in a foggy storm here. It almost looks like a Clone Wars episode. And what people were saying that uh, in the old the old EU, the Kessel Run was clustered with black holes. Oh, interesting. So this could actually be like, it's like Star Trek and there's the storm, the storm in space. <laughs> the Reliant comes out in the Mutara Nebula. So then what do we get? We get a brand new kind of TIE fighter. Yeah, it's like a TIE bomber, but it's not a TIE bomber. Yeah, instead of like a bomb pod, it has like extra lasers. <laughs> so the Imperial dude is like asking him, which branch are you interested in joining? And then we get some sweet, sweet footage of Han in his drag race, Fast and the Furious Han. Yeah, the drag race, like... It looked like it was going to be cool, the behind-the-scenes stuff, but now actually seeing it, like, it looks really cool. And it's, you know, a little bit speeder bike chase, but definitely a different kind of action scene than we 
had gotten in the past. Yeah, I guess more pod race than anything, but like a tiny pod race. I don't know how much time I've spent just staring out the window, wondering about this speeder drag race and wondering, well, how can they do it when they've already done the pod race? And that's cinema perfection. <laughs> but now I see it and I, okay. I completely understand what you're doing. And now we know that they did, they did erase the wheels and uh, there weren't going to be weird dune buggy things. Uh, But it is funny. It's one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, they filmed that all practical, but like seeing it in here, it's like, it's probably all, (laughs) all been replaced by CG cars. I don't know. It looks really cool though. I can't get enough of the, the two little droids just trying to do their droid work. And those wacky kids in their street races can come by. I just love that one who puts his hands over his head like, ah, we were working all day on that. Not again. Ah, I love those droids because they reminded me of the street performer droid from Jetta, which that guy does not get enough attention and or love. <laughs> well, I think that almost I think is a. An interesting thing, because it's they're a little bit like the they remind me, I think their heads a little bit of the Urso farm droid a little bit, too, where it's kind of neat that in a way these movies like they feel like the same universe, but it's almost like they feel like the Star Wars story universe even more necessarily than just the, the original trilogy universe, which makes sense because it's, you know, similar, probably the same people doing a lot of the designs and stuff but it's it, i don't know it feels good that they all kind of i don't know it's like the the live action comic book universe of star wars and we'll see later on too like this unlike the sequel movies there are some kind of classic aliens mixed in too finally yeah. <laughs> so han is saying i'm gonna be a pilot the best in the galaxy i'm gonna be a pilot best in the galaxy And we get a view into the shiny, clean Millennium Falcon, brand new. Got the new car smell. I couldn't help that it reminded me kind of all the white. Remind me of THX Woman 3.8 and a little bit of Camino in there. Or even Cloud City. It's almost like Lando decorated Cloud City, how he remembered the Falcon when it was beautiful. (laughs) I I couldn't help thinking of like... A scene in Empire Strikes Back, like as soon as Lando actually gets inside the Millennium Falcon. Holy crap, Han! So it's almost like uh, the Revenge of the Sith Han that Lucas had where he was just like dirty dressed in rags. Like, that really is still Han. He can't take care of anything. He probably blames it on Chewie, but really it's Han. I swear to God, it was was Chewbacca. He's... Can't tell a Wookiee to clean up. I give him napkins, but he just wipes his damn hands over the walls. <laughs> he's always rubbing his back on the wall to get bugs out of it. I don't know. But no, it's like I I don't know what I thought the the old Falcon would look like, and I it's pretty cool to see like uh, a brand new clean version. Yeah, I was thinking like I've never thought about the fact that the Falcon was once new. You know, it was kind of the same thing where it's like we knew we were getting an old version of the Falcon, but I guess we, I assumed it would just be a older old version, <laughs> not the new old version. 
Uh, unless they're just tricking us and this is a different ship. Well, it could be. They are tricksters. And you got a cool shot of Han um, walking past the Falcon, looking up at it. Well, and that's another, I think, uh, the first time you can kind of see that even the in- if that was the Falcon, the inside is all clean and different. And then the outside, kind of similar to the Y-Wings in the Clone Wars, where there's like extra panels over top. It's almost like it has armor or just, you know, smooth, smooth panels that eventually Han must, you know, he's got to get the weight down or something. So he pulls all that stuff off. I still hope that he somehow wins the Falcon and then immediately crashes it. (laughs) (laughs) Like it takes that, that whole middle part that has to come out because he just smashed it or something. (laughs) It takes him 10 years to get it fixed. <laughs> Which would make sense because you know. So what? Then we get uh, our first glance at Kira. Is that what we're saying? Is she's like um, coming out of a shadow, looking at something? The mysterious. We know nothing about this character. Nothing, except that she knows Han Solo. That's about all we know. She's mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> Then we're introduced to another new character, our new best friend, the droid, L337. Yeah, the new heartbreaker. Played by Phoebe Waller-Bridge. And, dude, can you tell what the heck is going on where he's like, or I, I think it's a she. It's a she, I think, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's she's like, she's fist pumping as explosions are going on. Holding a karaoke microphone or something. <laughs> and there's a bunch of THX Woman 38 monitors around her. Well, let's just let's talk about L337. That's one good looking droid. When I go to heaven, I want to see L337. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she'll marry K2SO. Not have beautiful droid babies. You know. It reminds me of something that would be like at Star Tours because with all those like all those loose wires flapping out. It's like something at Star Tours that killed the other Star Tours robots and built a new body so they could escape. (laughs) I'm getting I'm getting out of Star Tours. I'm out of here. I'll I'll help you. L337. You they they know what I like and I like new robots and we got another main character robot so i'm super super pumped up for that i want to hear her voice i think it's going to be amazing whatever it turns out to be it's going to be great could just be fart sounds and i would be totally fine (laughs) bravo academy award goes to oh l337 all right, more on L337 later. We cut after that to... <laughs> to uh, Shadows of the Empire N64 game. <laughs> the double space train. The space train. The insane train. The crazy train. All aboard! <laughs> I, 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 I didn't know there'd be a train in the movie. Now, now I do, and I'm... Ready for it. Last Jedi, we finally got a real space boat that wasn't in the droids cartoon. Now we're getting a real space train going through mountains. And it's an evil Imperial train with red eyes uh, and laser guns on the front. We cut 
cut to our first look at Woody Harrelson, giving the salute. His hair looks great. He's keeping a fine tradition of Star Wars characters with mustaches. Letting everybody know Woody Harrelson is in this movie. It's got to be coat. And did you notice, too, he's given the same salute that Han gives and Lando gives? You know, like in Jedi, when they're kind of like saying goodbye to each other. Oh, yeah. So is that like <laughs> code from their old homie or something? I didn't even catch that. Nice work. And let's just mention that um, very soon you'll be able to get a Woody Harrelson action figure, finally. So if you take a Wesley Snipes Blade figure, you can finally have White Men Can't Jump action figures. You can customize that. The dream will soon be a reality. I've been waiting 35 years. Oh, so then we cut to the, some exotic club. Yeah, and if uh, if we just trail off, it's just because... We lost oxygen. <laughs> we might need to take deep breaths as we start to talk about the dynamic musical sensation. You, you see this footage and you, you, of course, look at um, the the lady singing in the gold dress. And she's got like some kind of like face microphone. And it's kind of like the diva from Fifth Element. And that's, that's always good. But then if you look behind her. She's got a little buddy. Yeah, there's like a floating mini Bakta tank with a little frog man in it who also has a microphone. <laughs> so, I don't know if he sings or does beatboxing or what he's going to do, but my blood pressure is off the chart right now thinking about little frog man. He's taking my heart pills or I'm going to have a heart attack. I'm just going to... I'm just going to lay down here. I'm just going to lay down. You can keep going. <laughs> All right. Just stick your head in the uh, in the little thing to get ice out of your fridge. And just the cubes are just coming out of the machine onto your forehead. Oh. oh. All right. I'm back. I'm back. I just had to take a little nap there for a minute. Oh, that little, <laughs> that little frog guy. He may or may not be wearing goggles. I think they're his eyes, but yeah, they could. No, yeah, they're his eyes. Yeah. So Frogman and Gold Lady are potentially music of the year next year. I don't know what they're going to be singing, but I'm sure we'll be singing along. Um, there's also some some Twilight girls dancing around. Did you see that? I did. Yeah. So little uh, old school aliens hanging out. So... Where do where do you think this nightclub is? No clue. Is Java upstairs? I'm gonna. I'm laying back down. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> like like <laughs> like. Are, are we gonna see Java in a bow tie at like a fancy party? Oh, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if like a like a limousine sail barge pulls up. I mean, that could be on Tatooine for all we know. Yeah, we get Rada and his entourage oh. showing up because they could have Rada and he could be like half half as big as Java, but still like, you know, pretty big. <sighs> so kind of after that, all that, um, we cut back to the, the space train and Woody Harrelson's on there in goggles and he's firing a blaster at whatever the hell that thing is. Sunday night was rough because we didn't know what it was. Luckily, when we get to the Monday... 
the full trailer, we get a little bit more idea of what that maniac is, but not really. During the day on Sunday, almost to get us ready, there was some toy leaks from some like some toy show in Denmark or something where they just threw a bunch of toys on a display, put some signs up that said solo and took some pictures and somehow they posted on the internet. And like, what was it next to Lando was like a 12 inch thing of whatever the hell this thing is. And seriously, I was looking at that, like what the hell is that? <laughs> there, yeah, he wasn't in the Legos. No. <laughs> what are you doing to us? But that's see, there. That's how they do it. They like you know. There's a few things in the Legos to get you used to it. And you're like, okay, I know what to expect. And then they throw in the Frogman and this guy. We have to get used to that now. And just when it, yeah, you think it's too much, then it's like, oh no, it's Lando in a fur coat with strobe lights. <laughs> Or it's just my my uh, vision going. Uh, at least I think that's strobe lights. Oh, the sweat in my eyes. I can't see. Yeah, and then we cut to the, the Falcon speeding off. An Imperial dude asks Han what his name is. And we cut to uh, Solo. It looks like he's behind bars. Or he's ordering food. Either one of the two. Yeah, he's talking on Carplot. 60 portions. <gasps> and then the big title, Solo. And then we cut to an awesome shot of Chewie putting his arm around Han. Oh, and just if you care, there's a wonderful website called thedigitaltheater.com. That's kind of what Apple trailers used to be, where you can actually download the really, really high quality version of trailers. And they have not the Super Bowl one, but the uh, the full teaser there in like Blu-ray quality. So. If you need to watch it 50 times again, uh, definitely go download it from there. We'll put the, the link to that in our, uh, in our show notes so you can, you can head right over there. Um, so it starts out with the same clicking, turning on all the Falcon gear. And is that like an electric guitar in the sound? Yeah. Yeah, but this time, this time, yeah, you know you're you know you're in business because it starts out with a with a heavy metal riff. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I was like this morning. I was just like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> they knew some people would still be asleep. Yeah, <laughs> is Rob Halford coming out? What's going on here? <laughs> Resurrection. Han saying, "I've been running scams on the streets since I was ten years old." I've been running scams on the street since I was 10. The speeder takes off. You see Han and Kira. And you see in Han's speeder, the dice. The dice. They're hanging up there. That's how you pronounce space dice. 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 The nice dice. No one's ever really gone. Which I then I was looking at um, when I saw the dice. Then I was just kind of staring at uh, Alden Ehrenreich, and I'm like, "That's Kylo Ren's dad." <laughs> it's it's true. These are movie. This is a movie about Kylo Ren's dad. Yeah, it's a good point. So maybe there'll be a scene where Han does calligraphy. 
<laughs> I've been doing calligraphy on the streets since I was 10 years old. <laughs> I, I can do. I could like make your name out of animals. <laughs> if I ever have a kid, I'm teaching him calligraphy. First thing. Uh, yeah. Save my butt. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Kira? You want to see me write my name in cursive? Here you go. I'm solo. <laughs> That's how the movie begins. <laughs> it has a crawl, but it's handwritten in, in calligraphy. <laughs> Solo movie, it's me, Solo. <laughs> All by myself. It's all about me, Solo. There's some other people in it, but mostly it's about me. So we cut after that, too. There's a trooper on a bike chasing him. Han makes an awesome turn, and the trooper flies off into the air. Han is talking about how he was kicked out of the academy for having a mind of his own. I was kicked out of the flight academy having a mind of my own well did you notice with these car things and i don't know if it's the whole car chase or just the nighttime scene with kira kira is the rumor's been that there's multiple time line or time periods this definitely looks like this is way earlier than some of the other stuff in the movie because this looks like han's younger and kira's younger yeah. And she's not dressed as nice. And the Kira that comes out of the Falcon wearing a cape in a little bit doesn't look like it's this, not anywhere near the same period of time as the Kira that's riding in a hopped up speeder with Han Solo. Right. So it seems like there's potentially they've known each other and there's some history with them and she potentially shows up sometime in the future and maybe mm-hmm. is the the instigator for this whole caper they're going to do. Hans drifting. Yeah. I can watch a hover car drifting and stormtroopers flipping off of hover bikes all day. Han Solo, Corellia drift. Then we cut to some cold planet with fur coat Han. So you think that's Han's coat or is he already, did he steal that from Lando? And that's why Lando decides to steal Han's vest and Jedi. (laughs) And even the clothes are filthy in here. Smelling the armpits. Jeez. Yeah. Or that's Han's uh, Wookiee disguise when he goes to with Chewie home. He's got to wear his Wookiee suit. Yeah. I mean, maybe that, you know, that could be Kessel. This could be the Spice Mines of Kessel. Oh, yeah. I wonder, you know, if that's what they're wearing, like when they're um, mining for spice, whatever the heck that means. It is confusing because he's out in a mountain in that fur coat. And then in the next shot, yeah, he's in the really dusty, cloudy stuff, wearing the same fur coat. So then we get some shots that we saw before, the shiny Falcon, uh, Han looking up at the Falcon, and then we get, like, this sandy beach planet thing. Looks like Han and Kira are walking on it. Yeah, and this is where I'm trying to figure out here. Is this the same? Are those the same mountains in the background that we saw earlier where it's snowy, or is this a totally different planet? I'm going to guess totally different planet. And probably not Tatooine because there's a big ocean. And there's like some formations coming up out of the ground. And that's where Woody Harrelson's hanging out, talking about how he's putting together a crew. Hey, kid. I'm putting together a crew. And then we see Kira coming out of the Falcon with a cape on, 
with uh, our buddy L337 behind her. She's been taking fashion tips from uh, Director Krennic. Yes, fashion director Krennic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm glad to see they're, they're keeping the capes going. Yeah, L L337 is very tall. Um, and you see Han peeking out behind them too, right? Do you notice that? No. Is he coming down the Falcon? Yeah. And there's a gonk droid uh, in the corner on the left side. What? What? <laughs> Wants to get L337's autograph. Excuse me. <laughs> I love you. She looked at me. You are my favorite. Did you see? Did you see L337 and me? <laughs> so then we we cut to Lando smiling. And it looks like um, he is in the same spot that we see coming up where kind of Han's back. And there's a bunch of aliens back there. Yeah, where they're playing dice or cards or something. Yeah. But yeah, Lando looks like Lando. He looks good. Yeah. Perfect. Like, well, you know, there was never any doubt with Donald Glover playing Lando Calrissian, but between the shot of him wearing the fur coat and the flashing lights and this just shot of him just smiling, it's like, yeah. We don't hear Lando say anything in any of these trailers, which is kind of a bummer, except he kind of screams at the end of this, you know? Mm -hmm. But. Well, you know, we're already lightheaded. <laughs> Get some Lando talk. We might uh, be down for the count. Then we cut to a new character, Thady Newton, as it was revealed today, Val. And she's like... Um, She's like cleaning some kind of giant blaster. Mm-hmm. And her jacket has like tubes on it. Mm-hmm. Where hopefully she just is really thirsty and is just drinking out of those tubes. <laughs> she she looks amazing. I can't wait to hear more about her. She is not Sana Solo, so don't even think about it. <laughs> nope. Then we cut to a beautiful, beautiful star of the film. This little four-arm turtle face pilot person. I'm in love again. <laughs> it's like the, <laughs> the Stan wasn't Space Monkey cool enough. They had to out Space Monkey Bistan and make a four-armed, tinier Space Monkey. So now whenever we see Luke in the gunner seat or... Uh, well, that's not the Falcon, though. No, that's something else. And you, you, that's some other ship. If yeah. you look, you can see it looks like Woody Harrelson in uh, Imperial disguise in the back. Yeah, so that must be some Imperial ship that they yeah. steal. It's funny that how many times I've watched this, I'm so distracted by Forearm Space Monkey that I kept thinking this was in the Falcon, but it's not. He's amazing. He's got like Hoth style goggles up on top of his head. He looks so excited. <laughs> you just get to shoot stuff. Then we see Han in, um, in that CD place. And th there's been a little bit of controversy on whether or not there, you can see an alien in the back that looks like it has a big walnut head. If that's a pike or not. It's very controversial. I was convinced it was a pike this morning, and now I think it's not. It's some other giant thing. It's huge. I wasn't. I, I, I was reading the debates. Is it a pike? Is it not a pike? People are seeing pikes everywhere. 
I'm not sold that it's a pike. I, I think it's some crazy walnut head alien. Yeah. Oh, and I was thinking the guy next to him was a Reese, but the guy next to him is the alien who was in the Lord and Miller. Hey, we're shooting Han Solo. Yeah. Come visit the set video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that guy. It's a six, six eyes. Man, there's a guy that looks, everyone's got little, they look like, uh, was it Embo, the bounty hunter from Clone Wars there? His little hat. Please let it be Embo. But yeah, definitely you can see Lando uh, between Han's legs there. Woody Harrelson asks Han if he's in for joining their little group. Um, Chewie wearing his two straps. Oh, it's like a Y strap. I wonder if that's pure Wookiee strap. <laughs> well, it's like a good uh, mix between the the uh, Clone Wars Wookiee cross thing and then his final single thing. You in? That's yes. Chewbacca growls, and yeah, that's a yes. And then we got a beautiful shot of Lando and L337 giving each other the the salute. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which, if it's just two hours of <laughs> aliens and robots giving each other salutes, pretty much all I could hope for. L337. <laughs> Joining a very exclusive club of people that are not Chewbacca that have re- sat in the co-pilot seat of the Falcon, and I like their little their little like synchronized going into light speed or whatever they're doing because they're a team. Just having a little moment of silence here, <laughs> just soaking it all in. The Falcon takes off. And we're we're back to the uh, the fancy club. You can really see the little astromech droid going through serving drinks. It's a very tiny astromech droid in there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. He's got like giant legs and a little tiny head. And you get another good shot at our, our little buddy. A really good shot of our little buddy. He's like the the Justin Timberlake mm-hmm. of the Star Wars universe in a bottle. Oh, what is he gonna do? Because she has—they both have the thing on their face, and she has another microphone. It's like she has a microphone. She has like two microphones. He's gonna sing. Like, well, let's get ready for this right now. He's gonna sing. I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> I think I—I I think I can. I think I want it. I think I can handle it, but I don't know. I don't know what it's gonna do to me. <laughs> Just run out of the theater. Yeah, yeah. Run down the street. I'm going to have to bring, like, just like a piece of wood, like to put in my mouth to bite down on for this part. <laughs> just bite as hard as I can so I don't I don't freak out too much. Just like a leather, leather strap or something. I'll take my belt off and put it in my mouth and just bite down. <laughs> if we're lucky, they'll put up the, the little uh, printouts at the theater that says, like, at, at one hour and 25 minutes. If you if you have like a weak heart or a pregnant, you might want to close your eyes. It looks like in this uh, fancy club, uh, Kira is there, and was she saying to Han, uh, "I might be the only person who knows who you really are." Yeah, she's also you know talking to a giant man with a motorcycle helmet or something and shoulder pads. <laughs> that, that's what you do at fancy parties. Yeah. So then we cut to Han in like an old West style showdown 
with crazy whatever it is person, whatever the heck is going on person. And we see that uh, this person has a crew, like a wrecking crew. Yeah, they're wrecking. They're wrecking people right now. They're wrecking me. Did you notice on the far right that looks a lot like Boosh? Boosh? A little bit. Boosh? A little Booshy? Um, so I was going crazy today because you get a close-up of whatever the heck is going on person. And on the helmet, was the helmet looks like a hodgepodge of like Stormtrooper, Mandalorian, Kylo Ren. But did you see there's a A-bush across the forehead? Yeah. I got out my A-bush decoder, and I spent like a good hour it's being like, I'm going to crack the code. <laughs> what does it say? Take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. Um, Drink your, eat your vitamins. Our, our buddy, uh, Phil Sostak, the, the, the art book guy, he retweeted somebody on Twitter saying it's not a bush. And the guy's like, I know because I wrote it on the helmet. It's something, but it's like it's like a different Star Wars language. Oh, don't try and decode it. You're not going to get anywhere. I hope there's like a good hour in the middle of the movie just hanging out with this guy and his crew where they're just uh, telling stories, grocery shopping. (laughs) There's one really little guy back there to see that. I do. And there's a guy that looks like he has a pumpkin bag on his head or something. We didn't know this was coming. They didn't tell us. There's some kind of fight from behind with a blaster going off. What's up with that? I don't know. It almost kind of looks like Lando's skiff helmet. It is like Lando's skiff. It's man. It looks like Lando's skiff costume exactly. Actually, so do we find out that <laughs> that Lando didn't like when he had to infiltrate Java's palace? He it wasn't like he was doing recon and like okay, this is what these guys dress like. And he went and got a costume. He just like well, I got this. Goofy old costume in my closet. I'll just go dig that out and put it on. I just wear it sometimes for fun. Why not? It's got teeth on it. <laughs> it's kind of cool. Look at it. So back uh, LE337 doing the fist pump again. Then we got this this U-wing thing flying around. And did you notice to the left of the U-wing thing? Are like, is that a bunch of people on flying speeder bikes hauling something? What is going on? Yes, it looks like we're basically getting Fast and the Furious 5 with swoop bikes pulling a vault through the sky. Yeah, those are all little swoop speeder bike things. I can't tell who's on them, but that's, yeah, they're bringing the crazy. It's it's the fantastic thing with Solo right now is we've seen like one and a half trailers for this movie, and we have zero clue what is going on in this thing. Yeah, we've seen about a minute out of two hours I don't know what's going on, but yeah, there's one, two, three, four, five, five swoop bikes. I think there's four and one has like a sidecar or something. It seems that like Han is flying whatever the heck that U-wing thing is. Oh, I wonder if that's the thing that the little monkey man was shooting out of. Well, I don't know. They could just they could just be tricking us. I couldn't help thinking, too, if the thing that the little swoop bikes are hauling I don't think they'll do this, but is that Jabba's shipment that Han dropped at the first sign of uh, an Imperial cruiser? 
I don't think we're going to see that in the movie, but maybe it seems like the that this movie doesn't go that far into the future. Yeah, or that that close to a new hope. Like I thought there's like 10, 10 years at least after this movie before New Hope. You would think by Alden Ehrenreich's age. Yeah. Then after all that, Han is talking to Kira, Kira, and he smiled after she said, uh, I'm the one person who knows who you what you what you really are. And Han's like, Yeah, what's that? And then solo. And then just when you think it's done and you can pass out and smash a bottle over your head, we cut to the inside of the Falcon. And in there, there's Han, Chewie, Lando, Kira, and Woody Harrelson. They're getting chased in the cloud by the giant Star Destroyer and new TIE fighter and crew are on their tail. Han throws some switches. They do like a triple flip and the Millennium Falcon basically slaps a TIE fighter. And then I love this moment where Han turns around, where he's like, I thought we were in trouble for a second there, but it's fine. We're fine. thought we were in trouble there for a second, but it's fine. We're fine. Just a big, big space octopus. Uh, they're not fine. Which, you know, I was thinking, like, there's some people that were like, that's ridiculous. But, you know, Rebels did introduce us to the idea of creatures that live in space. We had the space whales and rebels, so there could be a space octopus. Mm-hmm. Well, we had the other uh, space whale things in Clone Wars too. Mm-hmm. Sign me up. It's maybe it's Borgullet's all grown up. <laughs> they go into the planet core, <laughs> yeah. and then a bigger octopus is going to eat it. <laughs> you get some. Uh, there's some good shots of the Falcon in there that it looks. You know, every the the rumors were true. It's got the little blue stripes on it, and it's a very different looking Falcon. I would love Woody Harrelson being like, "All sinking and no power." When do you think we're in trouble? <laughs> Those are the trailers. Yeah, we went from zero to solo in 12 hours. They threw a lot at us. We're still absorbing it. Whenever I try to think about the trailer, my mind just goes to the frogman singing in a bubble, and it's hard to, to think about anything else. And it's just like a little over like 100 days away. Yeah, I think Solo's got the goods. It's going to be here before you know it. The rest of the week, I mean, this episode's going to come out Tuesday. The rest of this week is going to be crazy because Entertainment Weekly is promising slash threatening a week of Solo. So we're going to learn the, that Bresnikin was on Twitter saying we're going to learn more about L337 this week. So next week for our Valentine's episode, we may not even get to the Valentine stuff because we could just be talking about L337 the whole time. There's a lot more Solo on the way. Yeah, we're going to change L337's name to L-U-V-3, because we love you. Solo and other action figures each sold separately. Oh, not check 
Why did you do it? The Empire tricked me, Han. I had no choice. Prepare for freezing. Long live the Alliance. Goodbye, my friend. Lando Calrissian and new Han Solo, Ugnaught, and Lobot action figures each sold separately from Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection from Kenner. And these last points, too accurate for sand people. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. So we got a couple emails about the solo preview, but in, um, I think in a couple weeks, we're having an all listener questions, emails episode. And so if you sent an email to us about the solo preview, hang in there because we're going to get to your questions in just a couple weeks. Yeah. And if you're thinking of any after this episode, go ahead, send them our way. Yeah. Send us an email or send us a voice message, whatever's easier for you. Send it to contact at blast points podcast. Dot com and check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Keep downloading the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and if there's somewhere you get your podcasts and you can't find us, let us know, and we'll make sure that we're there. Talk to us more about L three three seven. What do you think of L three three seven? What do you think her voice is going to sound like? Is she going to sing a song? Will we see her dance? Does she know GA ninety seven? Is Master Codebreaker going to be at the big party? What do you think? We want to hear from you. Yeah, Master Codebreaker could be a clone, so maybe uh, he can be in all the movies now, through all the eras. They just keep cloning them again. (laughs) Go watch the solo trailers again. We'll be back next week, like we said, for our Valentine's episode. You're going to love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, folks. Thank you. Bye-bye. May the Force be with you. Goodbye, old friend. May the Force be with you. No, 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 no.